Hey, this is Pastor Steve Berger with This Is That, where we bring biblical clarity to cultural chaos. We want to thank you for listening today. And remember, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or to this podcast so you don't miss another episode. God bless you. We pray that this is a blessing for you today. All right, well, we're going to get going here in just a second. Um, So just do a little bit of a review. Okay. How about that? Good idea. So um, we're doing this kind of just mini-series devotional on the word behold from the scriptures and really focusing on the word behold as it relates to the birth of Christ. Mm -hmm. And then we expanded a little more and then we started doing those little one-minute videos, you know, during the week because the word behold is such a powerful word. It's all throughout the scriptures. Here's the thing about the word behold. The word behold is never used in an ordinary circumstance. The word behold is always like when there's some incredible, supernatural, out of the box, Mm -hmm. unusual event happening. Mm -hmm. And God uses the word behold to get our attention to say, hey, stop, Stop. pay pay attention to this. Look at how incredible and radical and earth shattering and earth shaking. And it's just that. It's everything that is bigger and larger than the norm. Mm -hmm. Behold, behold, it's awesome. All right, so uh, this morning, we're going to look at the word behold uh, in the life of Joseph. Last week, we looked at behold in the life of Mary. This week, Joseph. Uh, Next week will be the shepherds and Simeon. Mm -hmm. And then our final week will be the wise men, the wise men. So anyway, uh, there you go. Here we go. Behold, 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 in the life of Joseph. Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Right. Like, whoa. <laughs> like I said, it's never just Joseph. the norm at all. And so here we go. Mary has obviously told Joseph, yeah. I was visited by an angel. And here's what the angel said. I'm going to give birth to the son of God. And it's not going to be through natural reproductive processes. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit's going to come upon me and I'm going to get pregnant as a result of it. Yeah. And so, as you might imagine, Joseph has to think about this. Yeah. And then I love that he thought about it. Because, what are, again, what are the cultural implications? Yeah. She shows up pregnant while they're uh, merely engaged, mm-hmm. betrothed mm-hmm. to one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the cultural implications are massive. They're, they're getting banished from the community. They're getting kicked out. Mm-hmm. She's guilty. They're guilty of fornication. I mean, it's a bad deal. So Joseph, the scripture says, being a just man and wanting to put her away privately, yes, sweet. like to try to cover it up and, yeah. and just give her, you know, grace and all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then while he's thinking about this, behold, behold, there is an angelic invasion and interruption yeah. into Joseph's life. How? Not by someone walking into his carpentry shop looking like a human. An angel shows up in his dream. I love this. In his dream. Now, y'all, we're going to talk about dreams today. 
And I'm not talking about goals. I'm talking about dreams that you have while you sleep and how God will speak to us through dreams. Listen, as it relates to the birth of Jesus and, and Joseph in particular, Joseph had four different encounters mm -hmm. through dreams. Mm -hmm. The wise men had an encounter with God through a dream. And so through the, 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 the birthing process of Jesus, right? Not actual labor, but just the circumstances surrounding five different times, God shows up to the, the, the players involved, the actors in the scene, and he gives them dreams. Yes. God speaks through dreams. Oof. Now, anytime we talk about God speaking to you, it's, we always have to say it's never going to contradict the word of God, the ways of God, the will of God. But I want to tell you, God speaks through dreams. Again, in Matthew 2.12, he spoke to the wise men. Matthew 2.13, behold, an angel warned them that they needed to flee to Egypt. Chapter 2 of Matthew, verse 19 and 20, behold, an angel showed up to him in, in Egypt and told him it's time to go back to Israel. Matthew chapter 2, verse 22, they're warned by God, hey, you need to go to Galilee. Mm -hmm. Once you go to Israel specifically, you need to go to Galilee. Dreams over and over and over again surrounding the life of Jesus. The supernatural activity of God happening through dreams. Now, let me give you just a little bit more scriptural background for this because this isn't something that happened, oh, well, that was just around the life of Jesus and of course, that would make sense because it was such a supernatural event. No, listen to me. Numbers chapter 12, verse 6, says that God will speak to prophets through dreams. Mm -hmm. Genesis chapter 20, verses 3, God warned King Abimelech about sleeping with Sarah, Abraham's wife, and told him, don't be doing that, dude. Mm -hmm. uh -uh, don't do that. Laban... Um, is instructed by God in Genesis 31, 24, in a dream about how he's supposed to talk to Jacob. Mm -hmm. All through dreams. Every one of these examples is through a dream. Pharaoh, Nebuchadnezzar are told about the future of what was going to happen in Egypt and in Babylon through dreams. Yeah, can I interject? Please. Um, when Nebuchadnezzar has the dream in Daniel, yep. and Daniel is the one that he sends to interpret the dream ultimately, um, it talks about in the one warning dream that there was a watcher and a holy one mm -hmm. that appeared. So watcher and holy one in the original language literally means uh, angel or saint. Yeah. So it's super interesting that an angel even appeared to Nebuchadnezzar right. and or a saint of God that had already gone on before him. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. I've had dreams with watchers and holy ones and I'm going, oh my gosh, who are those people that reoccur in my dreams? It's an angel probably. See, we're yeah. talking about supernatural activity yeah. here. We're not, we're not talking about wacky, oh, you know, they've lost their mind or whatever. Yeah. Listen, we're talking about God speaking to us through dreams. Now, of course, it's not every dream and it's not every time, but it is God speaking through dreams, okay? In Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit falls and everybody's freaking out because people are speaking in tongues, another supernatural display of God, 
And then Peter brings clarity and said, no, this is that. Mm -hmm. And then in Acts 2.17, he says that the Holy Spirit's going to fall, right? And your young men shall see visions and what? Your old men will dream dreams. This is the supernatural activity of God that too many naturally minded Christians have written off because it sounds too spooky and what will people think if I told them I had a dream and I'm going to actually adjust my life and my living and my decisions based on this dream. Now you got to make sure it's God. I can't say that enough. You have to make sure it's God. But listen, I don't want to miss out on God speaking to me, giving me instruction through dreams. Now, Job chapter 33 Verses 14 through 18. Great passage of scripture. For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, while deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction in order to turn a man from his deed and conceal pride from man. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. So, (laughs) pay attention. Now, we we have to mention this first part of it. It's too easy to read over it. God may speak one way or another. It means he's going to speak all kinds of different ways, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be repeatedly. How good is God that he knows he's got to speak over and over again to us thick-headed, naturally-minded humans. Mm -hmm. The goodness of God in communicating to us can't be Mm over-exaggerated. He is so wanting to communicate with us. Remember what Jesus said, my sheep will hear my voice. Mm -hmm. It means that he's speaking. The Holy Spirit said that, or Jesus said of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit would speak and guide and lead us into all truth. God is a communicative God. He's wanting to communicate to us, and he'll do it over and over again because he is that good. Yes. So why is God speaking to us in dreams? He says it. It says it's right here in the vision of the night when deep sleep falls on men, when they're slumbering on their beds, then God opens their ears. Why would God speak through a dream because it's the only time we're quiet enough Mm -hmm. to hear. We get so busy and there's so many competing voices. Mm -hmm. God God says, I gotta wait for you to sleep before you're even in a position to be awake enough to hear. (laughs) So while we're sleeping, God very well could be Uh, um, giving us dreams, okay? And look at what it says in verse 17. What's the first thing, Sarah, that it says? To turn man from deeds, wrong deeds, sinful and mistaken. Yeah, Yeah. so it can be both, Yes. right? It can be, hey, I'm trying to turn you from some sinful thing that you're either participating in Mm -hmm. or getting ready to participate in, okay? So he's he's warning us in a dream from sinful behavior. The other thing is, he could be warning us not from sinful behavior, but just from a, a mistaken direction mm-hmm. that we're going, like he did to Joseph. 
I'm telling you to go back to Israel. So he goes back to Israel, obeying that dream. But then God gives him a warning. It wasn't that he was in sin, but he says, listen, you need to go specifically to Galilee. Mm -hmm. That's where you need to go, where you'll be safe. And so God speaks in dreams. Why? To turn us from our deeds, to get us going in the right direction. And then the next thing it says is to conceal us from pride. It means to keep us from being arrogant. God can speak to us, you all, and and let us know, hey, what you're participating in here is wrong, it's prideful, it's arrogant, it's contrary to, to, to my ways. And so if you have a dream that has both correction and conviction in it, you better pay attention. I better pay attention. We better pay attention. Because God very well could be uh, speaking to us. Can I say something really quick? Yeah. Because I, I feel like it could be a little confusing. You explained it crazy well. But think about it, you guys, to conceal pride. It, uh, to me, what it really means is like we go along our way and we're assuming yeah. That it's the right way. Certainly this feels right. Always done it this way. Always done it this way. And so that, to a degree, is pride because it's not con- um, going to the Lord for direction first, right? So yeah. that's what he's really saying. It's like, it's not like you're prideful and er-. It's yeah. like, hey, man, man's way can be so prideful, just going along their way. Mm-hmm. So pay attention. And I, I mean... It's so interesting, you guys, how the Lord will give a dream and quite possibly it's not even about the immediate. And we rack our brains like, what are we doing right now? Just go, okay, Lord, this is probably you. Bring a witness to this. But it may be months or even years in the future that you find yourself going, oh my gosh, this is that. This is what the Lord warned me of. It wasn't something in the immediate. So don't overthink it, you know, but if it in your spirit bears witness, you'll know when that time literally happens. And many times it's been like, oh my gosh, Lord. Years in the waiting. Years in the waiting. And this is that. Yeah, that's a a really good word. Job 33, 18, it continues. And it, it also says that God will speak to us in dreams. To keep our soul from the pit. I love that. Yeah, how good is God? And again, he's over and over. He's speaking, he's speaking, he's speaking. To keep us from the pit. What's the pit? The pit is everything from just falling and stumbling into a a place of of loss and confinement Mm -hmm. to the pit of destruction. Yeah. The pit of despair. I mean, the pit is the pit, Mm -hmm. right? And God says, I'll speak to you in a dream to keep you from that. Yes. And then he goes on all the way to the to the maximum thing and says, I'll also keep your life from perishing by the sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah, that keeping man's soul from the pit. Again, you guys, it could be that he wants you to remember dreams that he's given you mm-hmm. to encourage you rather than falling into this place of sorrow or What's up, Lord? You know, yeah. like he gave you a dream maybe years ago. Keep your eyes focused on that. He wants you to remember. I told you this was going to happen. You, yeah. Like I've not left you. I forewarned you. So even the encouragement of going, oh my gosh, the Lord warned me of this is, you know, it, it helps. 
Yeah. It helps during a hard time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want to, I don't want to go too much on this, but here you go. Old Testament and New, God is in the business of speaking to us in dreams, mm -hmm. and we need to behold that. We need to behold that. We need to pay attention to that. And take your dreams to the Lord and ask yes. him what they might mean. Yes. All right, there's one other behold on Joseph, and this is in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Mm. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated God with us. There you go. Behold. And again, he's speaking to Joseph. This is this is shortly after, right, his first encounter with the dream and in the middle of, um, excuse me, um, right before the other dreams happen, but after the first one. And what's he saying again? Behold. And he's quoting from the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah 7, 14. Behold, the virgin's gonna be with child and bear a son. Well, all of us know virgins don't have babies. And when, and you know, if a virgin did have a baby, surely it wouldn't be the God of the universe who's going to be inside this virgin who's going to be born. And yet, this is the truth of the story. So no wonder it starts with, behold, mm -hmm. think about this. A virgin is going to get miraculously pregnant and she's going to give birth to God himself that it's, he is going to be so much God that we have to call him Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Friends, I think that Christmas is far more supernatural than we give it credit for. I think, you know, we think about little baby Jesus and, you know, just kind of the, the natural things surrounding it. But think how supernatural mm. Christmas is. Think how supernatural the birth of Jesus, mm. the dreams, the direction, the warnings, the miraculous provision from the wise men that we'll look at. Mm. I mean, everything about it is supernatural. It's the God of the universe invading finite time and space and letting us know he's in charge, he's good, he's got a plan, he's on the throne. Mm -hmm. Everything is working according to his purposes. Mm -hmm. And we need to behold it. Yes. We need to behold it. Mm -hmm. So Sarah and I pray that you all have, along with us, I want to have the most supernatural Christmas we've ever had. Mm. And even if it isn't the most supernatural Christmas we've ever had, I just love a supernatural Christmas. Yeah. I want it. It is. it is supernatural. But I mean like personally, experientially, right? Mm -hmm. We hope and pray that you all have a supernatural, mm. a supernatural Christmas that it's so supernatural that you are going to have to behold Jesus in a whole new way. Yeah. You're going to have to behold Jesus in a whole new way. So let's pray for him. Sarah, do you want to pray for the people? Sure. Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for the body of Christ. And we're asking, Holy Spirit, that you would visit 
everyone the hearing of my voice with supernatural occurrences and that they would have a witness from you that yes, in fact, this is that. Holy Spirit, do something incredible in each life today and throughout the week. And I pray that every day we may be asking you for a moment that we can stop and behold. Um, interrupt our lives, Lord God, with your voice, with your word, with your ways. In Jesus' name, yeah. amen. Lord, help us be more sensitive mm. to the supernatural all around us. Yeah. Help us be more sensitive, God, to how you might be speaking to us mm -hmm. one way or another to get our attention. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, yes and amen to everything Sarah prayed. Mm -hmm. Yes and amen to your supernatural activity in our lives. May it be on the increase. Yeah. May we behold it more and more all the time. In the name of Jesus, the supernatural Son of God, whom we are called to behold. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Y'all don't forget, be on the lookout for our little Behold Bites, our little one-minute videos that we're doing throughout the week on Facebook and Instagram as well. God bless you. Merry Christmas. We love you. Behold Jesus. Amen.